Short ball, grab and loose, back and forth, fast, they pass square leg. So this is cricket. Victory to the Australians by eight wickets. He's got it. Got it. Wow, he's got two. Welcome everyone to the fifth podcast of Junior Hawk Talk and we've finally got everyone underway. We've got the Junior Blasters on a Friday night, the Master Blasters Friday night and all the underage groups starting on Saturday and the 17s getting their first game in on Sunday which is fantastic with a bit of a delayed start to the uh, season for them with a rain and a bye but finally we got some good weather across the weekend and Everyone could get out and have a good game of cricket. Without further ado, let's move into the breaking news. And in the breaking news this week, um, like I mentioned earlier, the Master Blasters and Junior Blasters started their official program on Friday night, which was fantastic. Just like to say a big thank you to Club Secretary Kylie Sutton, who did a lot of running around to pick up all the equipment to make sure all the kids had something to use on Friday night. A fair bit of running around involved there, thanks to um, some mishaps with the with the uh, courier delivery, but um, eventually we got all the equipment there for the kids, which was great news. In other news, um, the Gosnells District Cricket Club have sent out a flyer, which is now on our Facebook page, um, and it is a community coaching workshop. So there's uh, three of the uh, first grade district players will be running a coaching clinic on the Wednesday the 28th of November and the Wednesday the 5th of December from 4.30 to 6 at Sutherlands Park. Um, so they're free sessions. Just make sure you jump online and register um, so they can confirm the numbers and the numbers don't get too big. So if you want to go to this on a Wednesday night in a couple of weeks' time, make sure you jump on and register straight away. You can find all the links and everything on the, our Facebook page. And the Saturday scorecard will start this week with the girls game. The girls played Riverton Rossmoyne and they won the toss and sent Riverton into bat and the girls kept them to 6 for 120 from their 20 overs, so great job there by the girls. Uh, the pick of the bowlers was Kendra Dean with 2 for 7, so great job from her 2 overs. And the other wicket takers was Ella Ainsworth with 1 for 6 and Emily Ward with 1 for 7. So there must have been a couple of runouts in there, so great job in the field by the girls. In reply, Gosnells. Made 9 for 118, so falling just short of Riverton's score. So great chase by the girls. That's a, a runner ball, which is a, a big chase. So good effort by the girls. Uh, Destiny Mippy scored 13 at a runner ball. Annalise Steenoff scored 12 from her 13 balls. Uh, and Layla Ainsworth scored 11 from her 13. And Charlie Stewart scored 10 from 14. So really great job there by the girls in a, a big run chase. Great job falling just short of victory. I'm sure the coach was pretty happy with their efforts today. 
Okay, and the under-11s team. They had a very close game against Thornley. Gosnells won the toss and elected to bat first. And off their 20 overs, they made 6 for 115. So almost a runner ball, which is fantastic. Um, looks like all, all the all the guys made uh, a, a minor contribution all the way down the order. There's a fair few extras and penalty runs added in um, with four wickets. No, four runs per wicket um, given. So the leading run scorer was Nicholas Tumulti with seven. Um, like I said, they made 115. So it's a really good effort there by the boys. Uh, and in reply, Thornley, by the looks, just managed to sneak over the line and made 116. So a one-run victory there by um, Thornley, just getting there in the last over. So the pick of the bowlers for the Gosnells team was uh, Chris Dolakia, he may he took two for two off his two overs, and Kevin, you know who you are. I can't pronounce that last name. Sorry, bud. Uh, he made he took two for two off his two overs as well, and another one, Alex Giovenko, he took two for eleven off his two overs. So it looks like a few of the boys are chiming in there with a few wickets, which is really good. Uh, looks like we bowled a lot straighter. Than what they did, so um, yeah, so the boys are bowling straight, doing great job. Um, yeah, I'm sure a win's just around the corner for them because they've done a fantastic job there. Great job by the 11s. And now for the under 13s, they travelled up to Briggs Park to play Serpentine Jaradale. Serpentine Jaradale won the toss and elected to have a bat, and we're in a fair bit of early trouble because the boys bowled really well. Um, uh, one for one, and then uh, a little partnership of 30-odd. But then after that, the boys took re regular wickets. Um, two for 33, three for 49, four for 56, five for 70, six for 83, seven for 84, eight for 84, and nine for 87. And the boys were well on top. Um, unfortunately, it looks like the last wicket partnership from a couple of the retired batsmen who came back out to bat... They managed to put on, uh, what's that, 66 runs for the last wicket. So SJ's ended up with 166, uh, sorry, 153. Um, uh, pick of the bowlers for Gosnells was Vicario Gracias, who had three for three from his four overs. So great job there, Vicario. Luke Cristani keeps getting it done with the ball. Another two wickets for him, two for 11 off his uh, four overs. So great work there. And uh, and we have also Druven Badawala, who took one for two off his four overs. So very economical there. Taps that chipped in with the wicket and so did Travis. So great work there, boys. Uh, 153. Um, yeah, unfortunately, just couldn't get that last wicket cheap enough. But all in all, a really good effort there by the boys for the 13s. Hopefully, they can chase down that score next week. And now moving on to the under-14s gold team. They played Les Mooney gold at home. And Les Mooney won the toss and elected to have a bat. And again, they looked like they were in early trouble with some, oh no, 27 the first wicket. Um, so after that, the boys, yeah, continue to take wickets at 
regular intervals and they managed to bowl them out for 112 inside their uh, inside their 50 overs so great effort by the team bowling there and the pick of the bowlers was uh, Tra- uh, Travis Johnson he used to play footy um, Thomas Johnson who took three for six from his four overs so he's racking up the wickets this season so well done Thomas um, and Nahal Ganasala Three for 11 from his five overs, so great work there. So, yeah, so those two chipped in with the six wickets and the boys done really well there to restrict him to 112. They went out and had a hit and looks like they got off to a really good start, opening partnership of 55 there from Rowett Ganasala and Hannah Boone Spiker. Uh, unfortunately, Rowett got out for 19, but Hannah is... Not out on or retired, not out on 29. So, great job there. He'll be hopefully able to go back in and score some more runs next week. So, in reply um, to Les Moody's 112, Gosnells are four for 73. So, they're well on track there. That was only off 12 overs. So, they're scoring at a pretty rapid rate, the boys. So, great job there. Keep up the good work and hopefully you can knock off the remaining runs early next week and, um, yeah, bat out your 50 overs and, and score a few points and get a few runs for the team. So great work there from uh, Gosnell's Gold. And like I said, hopefully that continues on to next week. And now we come to the last game of the round, which is Gosnell's Blue versus Les Moody Blue in the under-14s. Gosnell's won the toss and... Elected to bowl. Les Moody were bowled out for 111. So the boys did a really good job there, keeping him down to a, a pretty low score. Uh, the pick of the bowlers was Josh D'Souza with 2 for 11 and Zach Zilioli with 2 for 12. So great job there. A couple of single wicket takers. Um, so the wickets were really shared around. And there were two runouts, um, thanks to a good bit of fielding, one bit from Joe Morton and one from Seb Breskowitz managed to keep the score down to 111 off less than 35 overs. So we had 15 overs to bat. Um, things didn't quite go to plan. Uh, there was a few wickets early on, um, some nice shots, but unfortunately a couple of, a couple of the bigger shots the boys picked out uh, the fielders and the score at stumps is 5 for 41. So... With only four wickets in hand, there's 70 runners to chase. So a little bit of pressure on the lower-order batsman there to get some runs, but hopefully the boys can pull through next weekend. And now moving on to the Sunday scorecard, we have our first derby of the year. It was the under-10s, Gosnell's Gold versus Gosnell's Blue. So for bragging rights for the under-10s, the toss was won by Gosnell's Gold, who sent Gosnell's Blue into bat first. And in the first innings, the Gosnell's Blue team made 8 for 42, and the Best score there for the blue team was made by Blake Franklin, who top scored with six from his 15 balls. So good work there from Blake. Um, the pick of the bowlers, um, we have Rishi Das, who took three for 
two. So great job there by Rishi. And Tyson Tennant, who took two for three. So great job there. Very economical by the boys. So well done there to them. Keep them to a uh, 42. And in reply, when Gosnell's gold went out to bat, uh, Ben Ward opened the batting and he made 27 from his 15 balls, including four fours and for what I might think might be the first six ever in the under-10s game that I've seen, especially by a Gosnell's player, Ben Ward smashes the first six. So fantastic job there. He smashed 27 off 15. Um, Quinn Innes made 11 from 15. Hayden Kettle made 14 off 15. And down the bottom there, we have the captain, Rowett Rana, making t 10 from his 15 balls. So great job there by the Gosnells Gold team. They ended up making 111 and claiming their bragging rights for the first derby of the year. Uh, and the pick of the bowlers was Manpreet Singh, who took two for 23 from his three overs. And the other wicket taker was Nidish Arun. So they're the wicket takers. He took one for seven from his three overs. So great job there, boys. So like I said, bragging rights for the first game of the first derby of the season goes to the under-10s. I think there'll be a return bout there a little bit later on in the year. And hopefully the blue team can get a bit of revenge on the gold team. And in the other game on Sunday, it was the under-17s in action against Riverton and Rossmoyne. Gosnells won the toss and chose to bowl. And off the 56 overs they had to bowl, Riverton and Rossmoyne made 8 for 229. So a pretty sizable target there. Uh, the boys' first game, so they may have been a little bit rusty. So hopefully um, they all had good fun getting out there, though. Um... 8 for 229, the pick of the bowlers was Christian Morrow, who took 4 for 43 from his 6 overs. Um, so a little bit expensive, but got the 4 wickets, which is obviously what the team needed. Uh, the other wicket takers was Neil Van Tonda with 1 for 31. We had Michael Ward with 1 for 7. And Hassan Johns with 1 for 14, with 1 run out, which looks like it was Brad D'Souza and Neil Van Tonda combining so 229 um judging on some of the other scores in the under 17s it's about a par total so hopefully the boys can get out there next week and have a win and chase that score down so good luck to the under 17s next week all right so that's the sunday scorecard and now we'll move on to the next item Okay, and going around the grounds now to see how all the Gosnells Junior Cricket Club people are doing in other competitions. In the Piara Waters One Day B team where we have Neil Van Tonda and Darren Atkinson. Um, unfortunately, Neil wasn't able to back up his uh, decent score from last week. He unfortunately got a, a duck 
and uh, Darren made six from his three balls, so scoring quickly, but just couldn't go on with it. Um, they helped PR Waters get to 141, and in reply, they did a magnificent job and bowled Leeming Spartan out for 113. And on the bowling side of things, uh, Darren ended up pick, cleaning up the tail. He took one for four in his first over. So great job there. And just checking to see if... Oh, no one's listed the catches, but I'm sure the boys comported themselves very well in the field. So moving along to the one-day E-side uh, PR Waters, which uh, Vice President Stan's in charge of. Um, so I've been reliably informed by Stan that the goal last week he set the team was to bat the 35 overs as they hadn't done that yet. Um, after some early wickets, Stan decided he'd drop anchor and make sure the boys met the goal. So give Stan some credit and um, he, he did help the boys bat for um, the 35 overs. He had to bat a third of them by himself, but he showed the boys led from the front, so good work, Stan. This week, the goal for uh, the the team, Stan said, was to make more than 100, which would be the first time they've done that. And having a look at the scores here, um, they actually did meet that goal. So running through the scorecard, um, Piara Waters batted first and made 9 for 125. So having a look at the, the batters there for... Uh, Stan, unfortunately, uh, only got the one this week. Uh, Super coach Damon Brooks has uh, fallen in a bit of a hole. He opened and only made one as well. Uh, luckily, Kai Brooks was there and he um, made 27 off 62. So he's not only made some runs, but um, soaked up some valuable time too. And is obviously putting into place what uh, Stan's are. So that's a great job there by uh, Kai. Going down the order a bit more, Kobe uh, only made the four from six balls, uh, but nine for 125, and they batted out the overs, so they've done what the captain asked for. In reply, um, Hilton Palmyra made eight for 146, so just sneaking past by just 20 runs in the last couple of overs. And having a look at the pick of the bowlers there, so checking how the, all the boys did. And uh, have we got... Oh, not amongst the wickets at all this week. Oh, Kobe Lawless, 2 for 35 from his 7 overs. So great job there by Kobe. Uh, bowling at his full allotment. Um, Sean... Uh, no, Stan D'Souza brought himself on to have a bowl. Didn't get a wicket. Damon only bowled the one over. But, yeah, so the boys are getting closer and closer, listening to Stan's uh, tactics there. They've got over 100, batted the 35 overs which gives them a decent score and a chance to have a win. So uh, things are moving in the right direction for Stan and his merry men. So great work there by Stan and all his team. So that's how everyone else has been going this week. Moving on. Like sands through the hourglass... So are the days of our lives. Okay, so I found some music to introduce our interviews each week. Unfortunately, I don't have an interviewee this week because of a few scheduling mix-ups. But what I will be doing in the coming weeks is ducking down to training to interview the kids. So if you see me coming, 
don't run away, join in, share a little bit about yourselves to everyone and I'll be down during this week and next to interview a few of the kids to make them famous, put them on the Junior Hawk Talk podcast. So hope you all look forward to that. I say I don't like cricket. President's pointers for this week for those that don't just like cricket but love it. I mentioned a little bit of this last week. I'm going to do it again this week. Kids, mums, dads, umpires, coaches, everyone, make sure you've got plenty of fluid intake before and during the game and after. Okay, we want to make sure in the warm weather that's predicted for this weekend coming up that everyone's well hydrated. You perform much better and we all like to perform much better when we're playing cricket, so make sure that we do. Um, Slip, slop, slap, plenty of sunscreen guys and girls, and make sure you're wearing a hat at all times. That's all I've got time for for President's Pointers this week. Make sure you tune in and listen in to next week's podcast to find out how the older kids went in their games and how the younger kids did in their next round. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll speak to you all soon.